Hello there and welcome to the second episode of the Teacher Emilio podcast, your podcast where you can practice your English, learn about new topics and get ready for exams like IELTS, PTE and more. On this episode, I will tell you three things that you can do when you come to Australia to make your experience just a little bit better. Some of these are things that I wish I had done and I'll give you some examples as we go. And this topic came up because a student asked me a question about what is the best place to find an apartment to live in Melbourne and if you are looking for an apartment or if you ever look for a place to stay, probably the most common websites are domain.com.au and realestate.com.au. You could also use gumtree.com.au, but the problem with Gumtree is that it's more for renting a room. If you wanted to be on a contract and find a place for like a year or something a bit more serious, it's better to check with domain and with real estate. So the first tip will be to live close to your school or to your uni. Many times there are some arrangements where, let's say an agency or the, the school, the university where students come from, find them a place to stay and this place may not be where they would like to stay or perhaps they have the option to look for somewhere else before they come. And here is where I would highly recommend trying to find somewhere that is close to your school or to your university. For example, if you are going to study in a language school for a few months in Melbourne CBD and then do a diploma or then do a transition into a university, if possible, try to stay close to Melbourne CBD or to the city. This could be in South Bank, in Carlton, in the city itself or in Richmond, so that you can save more time and you don't have to be worrying about catching the tram, missing the train and making a connection between tram, bus and or train. And it would be just a nice way to get to explore the city. Uh, an extra tip, an extra thing on this one is two things. The first one is that by living close, like I just said now, you're going to make your experience, let's say, less challenging because obviously there are many new things that are different. So this one is going to simplify your, let's say, all these different things that you are experiencing. So it'll be, you'll make it a bit more simple, which is, I think, really good when you start, when you're moving to a new country, especially if you're going to be here for the long term. And the second reason is something a bit more trivial, and it is because, come on, let's admit it, it is cool. It is a nice feeling to live in the city. We see this in movies, we see this in series, in shows. That idea of living in downtown or living very, let's say, in the center is really nice. The other cool thing is that there are many options, and I think if you are planning to live if you're going to be coming for a short time, maybe it doesn't make that much of a difference. But definitely, if you're going to stay for the longer term, it will be nice because maybe you're going to have different stages. You may have your initial stage where everything is new. You're getting ready. You are understanding how things work in Australia. And then 
you will slowly get more comfortable and you will understand how things work. Maybe your preferences will change. So having that time when you come, everything is new and exciting and you can live in the city. Oh, I think that would be amazing. Just like my student said, oh, Emilio, I feel that if I go to Melbourne and I live in a high rise building and I live in the city, it's going to be like living in New York, being in downtown New York. And, and I think it's a really cool way to look at it because, again, you never know. Maybe you, you don't like it or maybe something that is just not common in your country. For example, I come from an island in the Caribbean in Venezuela and it's not common to see high-rise buildings or we don't have a big city center like the Melbourne CBD. So when I look at it, I'm like, wow, so cool, so nice. Maybe for some of you, your city is already big. Maybe it's bigger than Melbourne and living in the city is not a big deal. But again, try to stay as close as you can from your school or uni. It will be a good way to, to get started. The other thing that I would recommend is get a lot of speaking practice. And this is for those of you that are planning to get a part-time job while you study. One of the th reasons that many people choose Australia over other countries is that you can work part-time or you can, let's say, you can work up to 40 hours per fortnight on part-time jobs while you're doing your studies. This is really good because you can, let's say, cover all the expenses, right? When you are living in Australia. Okay, okay, maybe not all the expenses, but probably it might be enough for rent, covering food, transport costs, and if there is any other expense, I mean, you could use your savings, maybe your family can help you, you name it. I mean, it, it may be a bit different for everyone, but the point is that it's really good that we can work. Knowing this, the challenge for us is that sometimes we experience this shock because maybe we maybe we think that our English is good and, and it is our English is good when we come here. Sometimes people come with zero English. So if that's you, obviously it's going to be a bit different. But if you already have some control with the language, if you can communicate, I highly recommend you get as much speaking practice as you can before you come because this is going to increase your chances of getting a part-time job where you use English. I wish I could say that this was my experience, but the opposite happened to me. I was working in a part-time job where I didn't use English most of the time. I worked as a cleaner and my interactions were very, very short and also very limited. I couldn't talk about many different topics and I wouldn't say that I regret because I learned a lot from that experience that also helped me to then go into different part-time jobs. But um, I think that I did it for quite a long time and I could have reduced that uh, a fair bit. So start practicing your speaking. Try to get as much interactions as you can with locals when you first arrive and this is just what I would do if I could go back in time. Try to maybe get a job in a cafe or maybe a restaurant. I know that sometimes cafes and restaurants may not be as nice, but I think you would get a really good experience. You may become a barista. You may become someone who eventually turns into a manager or you will just learn a lot from working in that environment. You're going to be using English most of the time, 
hopefully. I know that there are some exceptions. Let's say, for example, if you speak Italian and you go to an Italian restaurant, maybe all the staff is from Italy or everybody speaks Italian and that's gonna change it a little bit. Or maybe you are from Japan and you work in a Japanese restaurant or in a sushi restaurant. Maybe you may be in that environment where everybody speaks Japanese or let's say another language that is not English. But for the most part on, on a general scope, it would be really good because you're going to get more interactions, you will meet more people and it's a great way to also get used to Australian culture. Because one big difference, and this obviously depends on where you are from in the world, is that in here people love talking. I remember when I came here and I would order a coffee and it's like, hello, good morning, one coffee please. And it's like, good I might, how are you going? It's a beautiful day, isn't it? How is everything? Is everything going good? And if you're in Australia, you may be smiling now because you know it's true. People here are overly friendly and it's quite common to just have a bit of a chat every time you go to a cafe or to a shop. So it will be a really good experience. And in terms of language learning and speaking practice, you you could get a lot from it. And, and it's just a great way to, like I said before, to experience the culture. And then the next tip is like a mix of the last two that I told you. And it is when we live with people or when we are, let's say, with friends or family and these people speak our mother tongue, um, what can we do? Because obviously I don't want to be the person telling you, hey, don't talk to your friend or don't talk to your uncle or you name it. But it's also important to try to make that environment work in your favor so if you feel that you're in this situation where you are using your language too much and obviously this varies from person to person try to use english as much as you can for example if at home you're using in, um, another language most of the time try to spend more time with your classmates or try to do something with your classmates after you finish classes or do something on the weekend don't just always stay with family. I mean, and with this, I, I, I'm trying to be careful because the, the message here is not don't be with your family or don't be with your friends. It's not that. Um, there is a whole episode on this topic, but it is just about being mindful and just trying to get as much practice as we can if we are in that environment. Because again, when it comes to university, when it comes to your studies and work, it will be extremely useful to just have all this practice because it's going to make it way more comfortable and less painful for you. Try doing this once if you are going to come to Australia or maybe if you're in Australia and you are in this situation where you are not as comfortable and you want to make your experience a bit better, I think these little things could make a big difference in your time in this beautiful country. One more thing before we go, and it is on the note of finding jobs. We have got an episode coming up where we will talk a bit more about resumes, CVs, applying for jobs, do's and don'ts. But another key thing is to be mindful of how your resume is and looks, because remember that every country is a bit different. I'm not an expert in this topic, 
But do not worry because we have a future guest that is going to tell us about applying for jobs, differences, things that we have to be mindful and many more. So get ready because that's coming up soon. And before we go, if you have used some of these tips already, maybe you have lived in the city, maybe you have used other websites to find a place to stay. If you have a strategy to find a part-time job, if you have been in some of these situations and you would like to share them with us so that more people can hear about them on a future episode, please let me know, stay in touch, and then I'll be more than happy to share this with everyone. I hope that you enjoyed this second episode. And I'll see you in the next one. Once again, thank you so much for listening. Boom.